0: good day, and on the topic of how to live and die well. We'll be discussing the teachings of Stoicism and Taoism on how to approach life and death with contentment and equanimity. Stoicism teaches us to let go of our desires and focus on living each day as if it were a complete life. This means accepting our fate, including the inevitability of death, and approaching it with gladness rather than sadness. By accepting our circumstances and aligning our desires with them, we can avoid bitterness and unhappiness that come from resisting what we cannot change. The importance of living without resentment or unwillingness, even when circumstances demand something of us that we might not otherwise choose. By doing so willingly, we can avoid unhappiness and bitterness that come from resisting what we cannot change. Our ability to live well depends not on the length of our lives, but on the quality of our minds. By cultivating a calm and virtuous mind, we can find contentment in life and face death with equanimity. From a Taoist point of view, the key to happiness is focusing on the present and living each day as a complete life, rather than constantly seeking more or desiring what we cannot have. The ideal of dying well is also emphasized which echoes the Taoist belief in accepting the natural flow of life and death without fear or resistance. To die well means dying gladly, as Seneca, a Stoic philosopher, writes. It means ceasing to desire what we desired when we were younger and focusing on putting an end to our chronic ills. Seneca writes that he tries to live every day as if it were a complete life, not snatching it up as if it were his last, but regarding it as if it might even be his last. The key to dying well is to never do anything unwillingly, according to Seneca. One who takes their orders gladly escapes the bitterest part of slavery, doing what one does not want to do. To do something under orders is not unhappy, but one is unhappy who does something against their will. Therefore we must set our minds in order to desire whatever is demanded of us by circumstances, and reflect upon our end without sadness. To have lived long enough depends neither upon our years nor upon our days, but upon our minds. Seneca writes that he has lived long enough and has had his fill, he awaits death. In conclusion, the teachings of Stoicism and Taroism encourage us to find contentment and fulfillment in the present moment, rather than constantly striving for more or worrying about the future. By accepting our fate and aligning our desires with it, we can approach life and death with equanimity and die gladly. How to live and die. Stoic teaches us how to live and die well, to let go of your desires and focus on living each day as if it were a complete life. Accepting your fate, including the inevitability of death, and to approach it with gladness rather than sadness. The importance of living with resentment or unwillingness even when circumstances demand something of us that we might not otherwise choose. Thereby accepting our circumstances and aligning our desire with them, we can avoid the bitterness and unhappiness that come from resisting what we cannot change. Our ability to live well depends not on the length of our lives, but on the quality of our minds. So by cultivating a calm and virtuous mind, we can find contentment in life and face death with equanimity. From a Taroist point of view, focusing on the present and living each day as a complete life is the key to happiness, rather than constantly seeking more or desiring what we cannot have. The ideal of dying well is also emphasized, which echoes the Taoist belief in accepting the nature flow of life and death without fear or resistance. We can avoid unhappiness and bitterness by accepting what is demanded of us by circumstances and doing so willingly rather than resisting or rebelling against it. Overall it is about finding contentment and fulfillment in the present moment, rather than constantly striving for more or worrying about the future. On meeting death cheerfully, let us cease to desire that which we have been desiring. I, at least, am doing this in my old age, I have ceased to desire what I desired when a boy. To this single end my days and my nights are past, this is my task, this the object of my thoughts, to put an end to my chronic ills. I am endeavouring to live every day as if it were a complete life, I do not indeed snatch it up as if it were my last, I do regard it, however as if it might even be my last. The present letter is written to you with this in mind, as if death were about to call me away in the very act of writing. I am ready to depart, and I shall enjoy life just because I am not anxious as to the future date of my departure. Before I became old I tried to live well, now that I am old, I shall try to die well, but dying well means dying gladly, see to it that you never do anything unwillingly. That which is bound to be a necessity if you rebel, is not a necessity if you desire it. This is what I mean, one who takes their orders gladly, escapes the bitterest part of slavery, doing what one does not want to do. The person who does something under orders is not unhappy, one is unhappy who does something against their will. Let us therefore so set our minds in order that we may desire whatever is demanded of us by circumstances, and above all that we may reflect upon our end without sadness. We must make ready for death before we make ready for life. Life is well enough furnished, but we are too greedy with regard to its furnishings, something always seems to us lacking, and will always seem lacking. To have lived long enough depends neither upon our years nor upon our days, but upon our minds. I have lived my dear friend Lucilius, long enough. I have had my fill, I await death. Farewell, Seneca, Stoic Taroist.